Cyclones warm-up continues on this throwback night, 2013. It is January 5th. The Cyclones playing host to the Fort Wayne Comets for the first time in the 2012-13 season, less than 24 hours after they picked up an exciting 4-2 win in their building last night. It's time now to visit with Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi. First, we'll start with last night's affair. It was another one of those close games, and we talked about late-game scoring offense in the final two periods. Last night, another example of it. Yeah, Mike Embach uh, with a great goal uh, going top shelf with that one so you know it's always uh, seems to be somebody else that's providing that uh, late goal heroics but uh, I think the story of the night last night was Michael Hauser and, uh, and the way he played I mean he made some great saves in all three periods especially down the stretch he made one with a minute minute to go in the game to preserve the uh, preserve the win so I mean he was absolutely uh, outstanding last night and um, you know it's something that we've kind of come expected from him uh, you know we need to tighten up defensively not allow those grade A chances but uh, you know there was opportunities he, st- he uh, shut the door last night. You saw Taylor Ellington as a member of two different opponents last season, his first game in a Cyclones jersey. How did you feel he did? Well, I really liked him last year uh, when he was in Kalamazoo and Chicago, so I think he provides that size. I think he's a guy that's going to help our power play out, something that needs some help right now. Um, so, you know, I think he can play in all, all situations. Again, the power play, he can kill penalties, he can be physical. Um, he's a great teammate, so and I think that was the biggest thing for me when uh, you know doing some research on Taylor, found that uh, he's a great guy in the locker room, a guy that'll fit right into our room. It seemed like Fort Wayne was moving the puck pretty well in the neutral zone. How do you feel like you want to shut them down tonight, maybe doing things, whether differently or not, from a night ago? Well, I think we just got to get more in sync. I think the, the forecheck we want to do in the neutral zone requires all five guys to be on the same page. If one guy's not on the same page, that's when holes start being exposed. So I think uh, tonight that's something that we're going to talk about before the game here and make sure that uh, you know our F1 and F2 are on the same page and our F3 is going to be supporting them. I think one of the things that is impressive to me is you look at your goals against per game and really your shots against per are right up there as well. This is a team that has been playing short-staffed on the defensive side of things. That's a credit to Matt McDonald, but it's also a credit to everybody else in your locker room as well, buying into your system, doing what you expect of them. Tell me about what that's meant to you. Well, it's meant a lot. I think it's something of great pride to, to be one of the best teams in the league with uh, goals against average, and it's something that we talk about. It's something that we continue to try to improve on. Um, I liked our team early on. We were blocking a lot of shots. I think it's something that we got to get back to is uh, sacrificing the body to a man. I think we had a stretch there, especially early on, that uh, everybody was getting in shot lanes, and, and, and regardless of uh, position or who they were, they were definitely blocking shots. So we want to get back to doing that, protecting the middle of the ice, and again, taking that, that pride in being one of the best teams in the league with goals against. Speaking of block shots, I know that one of your biggest shot blockers still on the shelf, Matthias Lindstrom, but health and, and guys being sick and in and out of lineups is his major roster look a little different every night. What does it look like tonight? Well, we're going to add Dan Eves. He got, uh, we had the flu running through our team a little bit here, and uh, Dan got hit the hardest, so he He's, uh, he didn't play last night, but he'll be in our lineup. And uh, Josh Burkholz uh, took a hit along the boards last night. I think he got a shift and a half, and that was it for his night. Um, you know, it's something that we're going to have to monitor day to day. So those are the only changes. And uh, Brian Foster is going to be getting the start again. Uh, Michael Hauser played great, but uh, we left Fozzie behind so we can get a good night's sleep and rest up, get some work this morning, and be ready to go tonight. Boy, it's amazing and the confidence level that your defensive people look like. Really, everybody in the ice has that same mentality too. When you got guys like Hauser and Foster, even Hatenyi, the last time he. Played played over in Evansville, it just makes everybody else feel a lot more confident when they're playing on the ice, doesn't it? Well, absolutely. The one thing you don't want to have a false sense of security is that you can uh, take away from your defensive zone play. I mean, it's nice to, to know that every night we're starting a goaltender that has a capability of winning a hockey game, but the key is not to get away from what makes us successful and limit our shots against and our goals against. The intensity in, in different buildings every night, you, you can kind of expect. You go to Kalamazoo, a small building, when it gets packed, it gets loud. Same in Fort Wayne. You told us that the very first time, and you told your team the very 
very first time, they're going to put a lot of butts in a lot of seats, and so it's going to get crazy. Tonight, in your building, it's going to be exactly that. Crowded throwback night, teddy bear toss night. It's going to be amped up out there. Energy-wise, how do you prevent your team from getting over-amped? Well, I, I think we got a good group in here. We got a, good, uh, a group of guys that, uh, with with some leadership and stuff like that. I think this is something that we we don't have to worry about being overamped. I think uh, it's something we talk. Whatever game is our start coming over in the first five minutes, playing hard, and I think this just plays into our favor. Certainly, it's a situation, and we'll get away from the hockey, but the the idea of a teddy bear toss. It's one of those interesting situations for a coaching staff, maybe uh, the players too. After that first goal was scored, hopefully early, that the momentum that you picked up immediately dies because of the of the teddy bear toss. Being involved in these in the past, does it make it difficult trying to continue a pace when you when you get that pace and that start that you want, but then when you score, which is a good thing, kind of slows the pace down? Well, I mean, it's nothing we can do. Obviously, it's important to get that first goal, and uh, you know, it does take some time to clean off the ice, but it's an exciting thing. I think it's a great idea. Whoever came up with this teddy bear toss, I think it's a great night. I like doing it at home better on the road, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's exciting for us tonight, and again, it's just something you deal with. You got to re-amp up the guys, and they got to get themselves going, and uh, just look for that second goal. Best of luck tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. That's Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi. We'll come back and check scores of other games on the other side of this timeout. You're listening to the Cyclones Radio Network.